What's up, y'all? Happy Wednesday. You are tuning in to Minisode Day here at Chasing Light. As always, this is your host, Mary Van Amy. I'm super excited for today's topic, so go ahead and get comfy and we'll get started. So today we're talking about a pretty highly requested topic, and if you are new or you haven't done it yet, um, in the description of this episode is going to be my Instagram so that you can follow me and get involved with the minisodes because I like to ask y'all's opinions, your experiences, or your thoughts on things that have sparked my interest or based off things that I've experienced throughout the week. Uh, so that's how we landed on this topic today. So the first point that I wanted to share with y'all is to take it with a grain of salt because it's not you, it's them. People that want to be shitty will be shitty regardless of how nice you are to them, whether it's working retail, standing in a line, on the road driving or crossing paths with someone anywhere, like the grocery store, movie theater, the water park, literally anywhere in life, if people want to be shitty, it's already essentially mapped out in them, it's ingrained in them, and there's nothing that you can do to control it. And if you are like me, then sometimes you might feel like, oh, did I breathe wrong? Did I look at them wrong? Do I have resting bitch face right now? Or have I actually done something to deserve someone being shitty to me? Well, I'm here to tell you that more than likely, if you're just encountering somebody shitty in your daily life, it's them and not you. You haven't done anything to really set them off. Tip number two, practice mindfulness. Some of you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. Some of you might. Maybe you think I sound crazy. I don't know. But I'm going to explain it to you in a very simple way. When you encounter shitty people, okay, like customers, strangers, professionals in your office, your friend, a family member... Practice your mindfulness. In meditation, a big key is focusing on breathing, much like it is in yoga. So do that. Literally focus on your breathing. Focus on how the air feels coming in through your nose, traveling down your throat and filling up your lungs, and then what it feels like to exhale that back out. Do a body scan. Is your heart pounding? Are your palms sweaty? Is your mind racing? Whatever it may be, work on reeling yourself back into your grounded, unbothered state. Whether that's repeating a certain phrase, physically moving your body, or tuning into something else that brings you light and positivity, like a podcast or your favorite song, do that. Whatever works to align yourself and your energy back to where it was before being displaced, that is important to focus on. And this is a great way to start your meditation practice journey as well, if that is something that you have been interested in. Just focusing on staying mindful and present in the moment that you are currently in, even if that means you're dealing with somebody that's shitty. So the last tip, tip number three, is to let it go. And I know that that is a lot easier said than done, but understanding that we can't control what others think, say, or feel is really, really important, especially in situations like this. If anything, just to preserve our own sanity, but also just to kind of keep improving ourselves. And sometimes that's really hard to gulp down, but the more that we remind ourselves that the only person we can control is us, the better, more peaceful we become. And part of letting go is holding back those insane desires to tell Karen to fuck off and go to the back of the line, but that doesn't mean that we can't still stand up for ourselves, for someone else, or a situation if we feel so inclined. We cannot let the bullies win, but sometimes we need more than silence to break things up. So practice on mindful responses. Some things that I like to do, especially when I'm on the other side of the register at work, getting the brunt of it, is to point out something positive or to reinstill the fact that we can only control ourselves or that, hey, this will be over in another 10 minutes. Like, let's just get through it the best that we can without making everybody miserable. So work on kindly telling people to fuck off, but in a way that will cause them to think about how they've acted. 
And I have a really great example of this. And I want to say, first and foremost, I don't think this person is shitty. I think that what I'm gathering from other people at work and from my own encounters with her is that she's just an oversharer. She's probably late 40s, pushing early 50s. And I think it's just like kind of part of that generation. They just want to talk, talk, talk. So this was a particularly early morning. I'm there usually the start at like 5 a.m. So I, I was just in my groove. I was trying to work and she just wanted to talk. She wasn't doing anything. Thing and I was getting annoyed. So I was just kind of letting her talk and everything was going in one ear and out the other mainly. And I know that sounds awful, but like I had a job to do. Okay. And there were only a few of us with a lot to do. So she was talking. It went from like her dogs to travels, telling me names of people. I don't even know. Like, I don't even know her name. And, um, she ended up talking about one of her sons that I guess just recently moved back in with her but talking about how he's depressed and how he's struggling to get himself to go fill out paperwork at his new job and how they made him shave his beard and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, I relate to that because at one point I was depressed. So I, I just kind of kept letting, let her talk. Um, and then eventually she was, she was kind of looking at me for a response. So what I ended up saying was, well, coming from somebody who was once severely depressed, that's not exactly something that people want shared with strangers. And she didn't say anything to me. She just kind of looked at the papers that she had in her hand, looked up, chuckled like a, and then she walked out and it wasn't awkward. And she ended up coming back into the back room again. And we talked and we had a normal conversation. There's no animosity, no tension or anything like that. But what I felt really worked was me inserting an experience that I had and uh, presenting it in a way that wasn't calling her out but was making her kind of stop in her tracks and think about what she was doing. And I don't think that she had any malintent, but I think that sometimes we just get carried away. So reinstilling that mindful behavior into other people by practicing our mindful behavior really creates a ripple effect. That is all for this mini-sode, short, sweet, and to the point. And I really hope that you guys implement these three very simple steps into your everyday life because I think that it does a lot more than help you handle shitty people. I think it's a very great way to come back to yourself after a very exhausting day to kind of decompress. It's a good thing to practice when you're arguing with your significant other or you see people on social media that you don't vibe with. And I I just think overall practicing that mindful behavior is really important and I think that it goes a long way because not a lot of people or maybe I should say not enough people think like that, that we encounter in our day-to-day life. So I hope y'all love this. Let me know if you do. Don't forget to subscribe so that you get alerted when I have a new episode up. I am releasing on Sundays and Wednesdays. And like I said in the beginning, be sure to check out the description of this episode so that you can follow me on Instagram and get involved for the next episode. I will catch you guys later. Keep chasing the light.